Hi, it's Jamie. And I'm Portia. And we are Just Two Pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. Hi, Pearls. <laughs> Welcome to the show. All right, so I have a reflection. I'm from a friend of a friend who is a sister clergy member. And we were sitting um, in a hospital waiting room. So that's a separate story. I'm talking about um, how we ought to educate people when they are acting ignorant. Uh oh. Um, and the actual friend who we were there for, her husband was all like, oh, you know, we need to engage in conversation. You know, sometimes conversations take multiple steps. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but educated white people <laughs> oh. need to be careful about how they come for me. Well, you can state an ignorant opinion. However, it should be stated as, Jamie, I know I'm ignorant, but I have this question. And I have known white people who have done that, who have asked me questions about my hair, and they led with, like, either, like, oh, you don't have to answer this, or, like, I know this is my own ignorance, this is my own curiosity, can I ask you this question? And I have always said yes, and I've always been open with those people because of the way that they phrase their statement. Yeah. But if you say something like, I'm so glad I met you so that I know all black women are not X, this is not a conversation starter. This is this is foolishness and I'm not here for it. And so I just have to quote my friend of a friend, I guess my new friend, Laverne Austin, who out of all of this conversation, her response was, I'm not interested in why you're stupid. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Oh, that the end of it? That's the end. Girl. Oh my God. <laughs> That's funny. I, he said, I can't understand. Wait. I'm not interested and why you're stupid. I want that on a bumper sticker. We were like, girl, can we make t-shirts? <laughs> I want that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my goodness. Okay, so today, Pearls, um, we're going to talk about TV. So um, in this installment of our favorite things, uh, we are going to be talking about TV, television. You know, that thing that, you know, so many of us watch. Um, I'm a cable cutter. I don't have cable. Um, you know, Hulu, and Netflix, and um, unashamedly, my parents' <laughs> password, cable password to watch stuff. Um, I don't abuse that, though. So, you know. So, Jamie, um, yes, let's talk about TV. You let's like talk. TV? Girl. We know we like The Bachelorette, but, you know. We're going to get to that. Okay. Because that deserves longer conversation. And, Pearls, when I edit this, I'm going to put in a little clip, my favorite clip from this past season of The Bachelorette, <laughs> um, because y'all need to experience what I experienced. <clears throat> I don't watch The Bachelorette, However, but it's okay, Pearls, comma, if you don't. Um, mm-hmm. I need to start with the top one that I see on Portia's list. Oh, my because, gosh. See, it, it's my favorite. Pearls. Um, Portia and I have been recording this show now for almost a year. And um, we were already friends, of course, before we started recording the show. That's how we started recording the show. Yep. But we've learned so much about each other. Yep. From, like, having this time together and, like, oh, my gosh, it's been wonderful. Yeah. I love all the things that I've learned about Portia, both really, really important things and really, really um, frivolous things. <laughs> and one of the frivolous things that I learned is that both of us are top model fans. Oh, my God. It's my favorite Honey. show. Want to be on top? Want to be on top? On 
Tyra Banks. Yes. Is just a boss. She's like, the boss. She, you know, and she's teaching this branding class at Stanford now um, because she's a boss. Like, that's a big deal. Um, like, she really is just an expert of, like, your personal brand. So if you're not into, like, Top Model and America's Got Talent and this other stuff that she's on, that's fine. But really, like, study her because she really understands personal brand. Like, this is a woman who was known for wearing bras and panties. Like, let's be real. But then she transformed it into her being an actress, her having this really bad singing career, her now, like, hosting these shows, um, and she's just a mogul. She is the brand. She is the boss. She is the business. And so if you are a woman who is interested in creating and cultivating personal brand, which at this stage in the game, all of us should be. All of us need to have hustles and side hustles and all of that. Absolutely. Tyra Banks is a person to study. That is a powerful black woman. She really is. Like and even smart. right. Even if you don't like like everything about her as a person, even if you think modeling is frivolous, like whatever, you can think that if you want, but Tyra Banks is not frivolous, honey. So yes, top model. I've always watched Top Model, like from season one. I've, Jamie, <laughs> you and I are Top Model connoisseurs because we've seen every single episode of every single season. And it's the most amazing show to have ever been created. I want it to do uh, fashion. Um, I want it to do design. I want it to do um, photography and I want to model I want to do everything that top they do on top model but I just you know I'm just not that person um in real life but I love everything about top model I love it love it love it love it love it right I love it right. you know I smize in all of my selfies <laughs> think about really it does. like she I smize I, I don't really smile in my selfies I don't grin I smile you remember the short girl season that was our moment I should have been that on the short girl. but you know but the thing is I'm a thickums but now they got you know the real models exactly. like I'm like and I, what did she call it like fiercely real Kasha fiercely real. Kasha was her first fiercely real the model fiercely real and right. now I'm like you know Ashley Graham is out here killing it in the game and now she's on the show right. um you know ooh Rita Ora is not coming back right um, and I don't, I don't dislike Rita Ora, but I do think it's great that Tyra's coming back for Tyra's the next the queen. season. I mean, come on. The queen, the queen has to come back on her throne. Right, because I really did enjoy Ashley Graham, but Ashley Graham could not have filled Tyra's shoes. Right, and Ashley Graham's still going to be on the show. It's Rita yeah. Ora has not coming back. Right, I know, but like oh, if the they model. had just kind of like pushed her into that, oh, it wouldn't have worked. Like no. the franchise needs Tyra. Yes. Physically at the helm. She remained at the helm as a producer, but she was not physically like in the room. And I didn't like that. No, that's how my sister knows Ashley Graham. Oh. Yeah, my sister knows Ashley Graham. But anyway, um, but she just knows her as Ashley. Okay. You know. So that has nothing to do. She has to be friends with her husband. Oh. So that's how she knows Ashley Graham. Right. But anyway, that's Ashley has a black husband. Okay, yeah, she does. Um I was like, so that's completely besides the point. But yeah. Um my sister knows Ashley Graham's husband. Um, but in any case, um, yeah, top model, man. Like, what was your favorite season? Do you have a favorite season? Um, so of course I did like the short girls just because I could relate to them. Yeah. Um, and I'm, like, those girls literally were my size because I'm like a thin five five. So like, those girls really were my size. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I can relate. Um, but yeah, they were struggling because like, really, the way that clothes work, y'all, it really is better to be a little bit taller. <laughs> So I was like, okay, and that's why I tall girls model. Because I'm like, there's only so much you can stretch out 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> I was like practicing with them. Like, <laughs> how much 
can I stretch this Ooh, out? Oh, I wish y'all could see what Jamie just did. Oh my God, hilarious. How much can I stretch this out? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do a little Insta story later so y'all can see it. I'm, I'm, but then also, I mean, I just loved the, be- I loved the beginning of Top Model. Like it's gone so many different places, Ew, but like season yeah. one was just, ma- like season one of any reality TV show. The Adrian you, season. Girl, it's just like magic in a bottle. Like, was that when, oh, right, there was, like, the atheist girl in that season, yep. right? And then there was the girl who wanted to, like, pray with her all the time. Yep. And then there was Ebony, Ebony with the bald head. Oh, yep. my gosh. And so this woman got together and had, like, a prayer circle or something. Um, but then they were, like, trying it's to, like, Shannon. pray the lesbian out of someone or something crazy oh, like that. Man. And Ebony was just in the prayer, like... Or no, she's trying to pray the atheism out of the woman. Um, that's what it was. She was praying the atheism out, even though people pray the lesbian out too. But she was praying the atheism out. And Ebony was like just looking at the camera the whole time, like shaking her head. I was like, this is so magical. It's like- such a good show. <laughs> it's so good. Like, and I mean from, and then it makes me want to be a world traveler because all the places they travel, yeah. like they've gone all over the world. I'm like, ooh, where are they going next? Where are they going this season? And watching the show move from LA to New York, or well, New York to LA and then LA to New York. Yeah, and then they just, the you know, yeah. just in terms of like where their home base. But my favorite season is when Keith Carlos won because Keith Carlos is from Bridgeport. We went to high school together. So, and Keith Carlos was a part of, um, was in drama club with me. And so, like, I know Keith Carlos. Not well enough to be like, oh, Keith, like, how you been? Well, actually, no, if I saw him on the street, then, yeah, I would be like, hey, Keith, how you been? But not to be all up, like, I'm going to call him on the phone. No. But, um, so, like, I'll see him, like, at, like, the reunions and stuff, like, school reunion, if he Mm -hmm. comes. Or, like, he still comes to, you know, Bridgeport, see his mom and stuff like that. Um, And so, I was really excited, like, when he was on the show. I was like, oh, my God. Like, Keith is actually modeling. Well, because, you know, his Giants career ended but because he had an injury. But anyway, he went to modeling. And I was like, okay, he could do this. He looks like Minnie Tyson Beckford. We always said that when we were in high school. And, you know, because, like, Keith was, like, ripped with, like, muscles. We had to meet, made him, like, do, like, the muscle man, like, roles in the show. Like, okay, you're the big black guy. Like, obviously, you have to be cast, uh, type cast. <laughs> but anyway, he was, like, my favorite. That was my favorite season because it was, like, wow. Like, seeing someone on TV who you like went to school with and right. walked the halls with and like ate lunch with it's on TV. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's enough about top model. Cause we've been going on about top model for a minute now. So um, what other shows do you like? Um, I also love like other competition shows um, like uh, project runway. I love project runway. Um, I also like dance shows. Like, so you can dance. I like that show world of dance. Um, I also like Empire, Nashville, This Is Us, Scandal, How Do I Get a Murder. I love Property Brothers. But oh. I really, yeah, you know, Property Brothers. I oh. like HGTV. I mean, they're cute. You know, yes, they are. Um, you know, nice white chocolate. Um, <laughs> hello, with the, you know, with the blue eyes and the brown hair, you know, that that's exactly how I like them. Um, if, they, if they're going to be a white boy. Um, but then I love my favorite. I love like Cos- the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. but my um, and I love game shows like Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. um, which I've watched since I was like a child. I like Jeopardy. Yeah, Jeopardy is great. Um, you know, and I love game show networks like in general. I will watch any game show. 
But anyway, that was me getting it all out mm -hmm. to say that my all-time favorite show that I will watch season after season after season. Oh, I forgot to also mention um, Once Upon a Time. I love Once Upon no, a no, Time. I've never seen it. Okay. Oh, good show. Um, I really, 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 really love Full House. Oh, yeah. How oh, my, rude. How, how rude. Have mercy. You got it, dude. Oh, yeah. You got it, dude. Yeah. All of that. Yes, that is my show. Full House. Full House is my show. Oh, and I used to love Degrassi too when Degrassi used to come on. Well, Degrassi still come on, but not in the same way. Like, well, yeah, exactly. Degrassi is a different yeah, show now. now. Um, it's still kind of interesting, though, but it's a different show. And I love all them 90s shows on Nickelodeon when Nickelodeon oh, yeah. was popping. Rugrats, Doug, all Rugrats that. Oh, my goodness. Like, you talking about shows, TV. There's been some good TV. I love Moesha, one on one. Um, the Parkers. I'm just going on and on. You got to stop me, Jamie, because I can keep talk about TV all day because I love good television. Right. So just based on our time right now, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of like name two categories of shows that I like. Mm -hmm. um, the first, uh, and then I'm going to have to have a different show as an honorable mention since you mentioned it at the beginning. Um, so two categories, though. The two categories that I like, I love shows about British royals. Really? Don't ask me why. Okay. Do not ask me why. Okay. But I love like the Tudors. I love anything. You can show me any documentary about Elizabeth the First. Literally, like any documentary, like the worst documentary ever about Elizabeth the First or Henry the Eighth, and I'm gonna be like, like, you can't show me enough documentaries about Henry the Eighth. Like the fascination around him, like killing and divorcing his wives, like just for some reason that like just is like so life giving to me. And partially, I think the issue is. <laughs> Um, like the Church of England. So it also is like this tie in with kind of religious history too. Um, like the way this man's like personal desires drove England to develop its own church is also just so fascinating to me. The amount of power that he had to like name himself out of the head of the church, which was like crazy in that day and time. Like I think now with so many of us belonging to churches intermittently, like even whether we're at free churches or at like more established churches, all of us just kind of come in and out of church life. But like thinking about the world in a time where you really could be killed based on your theology is mm -hmm. just so fascinating to me. And like the idea that your king or queen could tell you what your theology was going to be. And that was just cool. That was just gravy. Like that's, and I think that's part of the reason why people in the United States who are religious have like maintained their religiosity because we live in a nation that was founded on religious freedom because of all that stuff that was happening in Europe. Right. Whereas in Europe, a lot of people are becoming more secular, like their entire culture is just becoming more secular. And I think part of that is like, maybe people aren't even necessarily aware of that history, but we do, like our bodies and our spirits do remember our history. And it's like the idea that like a king or queen could kill you because they didn't like what you believed on your little farm in Northern wherever, is like a pretty radical idea. So I like love watching anything with British royals. Um, I'll watch the new stuff about the current Elizabeth. Um, I'll watch like the movie, The Queen. Uh, I think that's like Heather, Helen Mirren or something. I'm like, I will watch these little documentaries about this Queen Elizabeth that we have right now. Like I will watch Princess Diana stuff. Like I'll watch any of that. Anything that's about British royals. Don't hit me with all these other royals. I love the British royal family from the Tudors to the Windsors. So any of that, recommend it to me. I will watch it. I will be riveted. Like I can't hear about Henry VIII or like this Elizabeth that we have right now or Elizabeth I enough. Like I'm so into it. Um, and then the other category of shows that I like is anything that centers the lives of black women. Like seriously, I love seeing us reflected on screen. 
I think Shonda Rhimes is just such a genius. I'm like, I loved Private Practice. That was about Kate Walsh's character, but I loved Private Practice. I got through like 11 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, which I think is pretty good. Um, I love How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Um, Annalise Keating is just like such an interesting character. And I love the cast of characters that like surrounds her. Viola Davis is like a killer actress. I'm just so brilliant. Um, and then like Mara Brock Akil is a freaking genius. Um, she created Girlfriends. She created Being Mary Jane. Um, and just the way that she like writes about black women in this way that shows the authenticity of like exactly who we are. Like Mary Jane, especially in her first couple of seasons, the show has gone a different direction now, but especially in the first couple of seasons, I'm like, I could really like relate. Granted, I wasn't like doing all this stuff with stealing semen and all. I wasn't doing all that. I was not <laughs> doing all that. But I could really relate to her professional life and I could relate to the personal dramas that she had surrounding relationships for sure, both with her friends, right? Because like, it wasn't just centered around her, like her singleness, right? Even though the show, the entire premise of the show is like, there are all these professional black women who will never be married, right? That, that's the exact premise of the show. Um, however, it's like, but then there are all these other relationships around her. There are her work relationships with Kara. There's her relationship um, with her friend Lisa, the doctor. There's her relationship with all these other professional, like, black women and all the struggles that they're having um, in addition. And it, it almost makes, like, the romantic relationships, yeah, those are hurting her. But, like, that's almost like a side piece. Like, she really needs her side piece. Ironic choice of words. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, like, she really needs her girlfriends to step up for her. And she needs to step up for her girlfriend. Like, that's the issue. The issue is not um, necessarily the men. So anyway, yes, Mara Brahekeel, total genius, love her. Um, but I saw you writing something else down. <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, I wrote Queen Sugar and Underground. Because um, I really am enjoying Queen Sugar on OWN. Um, I think it's fantastic. It's directed by Ava DuVernay. Um, created and directed by Ava du DuVernay, um, produced by Oprah. But she, Ava DuVernay has invited a host of women directors. So it's directed by all women, all mostly black women, um, right. but all, all women nonetheless, um, directing the show. And it just speaks about this family um, in um, Louisiana who's the father has passed away and he left this land and how they're stewards to the land also their personal relationships with their friendships their personal relationships with each other um and just dealing with some of like the family drama and the family trauma um i just think queen sugar is just amazing i think everyone needs to watch and um Queen Sugar. Oops, I almost slipped up and said Insecure, which probably is yeah, the Holy Spirit tapping me on the shoulder to say, don't forget Insecure. Yeah. Insecure. Yeah. I mean, oh, TV is like this goodness. monster, right? There's so much stuff on TV. It's it's like there's just so much good stuff on TV yeah. that like we couldn't even go through it all. But I mean, I guess technically we were just talking about the favorite right. of like all the all time. Right. And we've named a lot, a right. mouthful of stuff in this. Right. But um, if there is no other um, business, as we uh, say well, in the no, church. No, no. There are two more things. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Greenleaf. I forgot about Greenleaf. Greenleaf is another, like, really good one. I have to actually um, watch Greenleaf. Yeah, Greenleaf is about this woman, Grace Greenleaf, who returns to her home. And there's this whole story of, like, um, sexual assault. That was what actually caused her to leave. But she comes oh, back I because need to watch her show. daughter, or because her sister um, has killed herself. And so the family is, like, grappling with that. And then she ends up staying in town to be a pastor at the church. They have this family church. So she stays in town to be a pastor at, like, their huge mega church. And so, like, the family, they're all living in this one house together. And they have all these dramas because they're really, like, it's a, the church is the family business. Um, and so anyway, so it's a really, really great show. But then we cannot forget that we are gathered here today for me to talk about the Bachelor franchise. Oh, duh. We cannot forget that. You know, you're talking about there's no other business. The Bachelor franchise well, that's what is I was gonna my get to. business. Yeah, that. If there's Girl. no other business, oh, the Bachelor. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not oh, okay. the Petty Pearl, not okay. that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Girl, because I was like, do not, do, do not, do no, not. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to. I love. The Bachelor franchise. I, was I not love the entirety it. of the franchise. Well, lies. I do not love the entirety of the franchise. I don't like those little spinoffs that y'all do. Those little, oh, like Bachelor in Paradise. Those little sex on a beach things. I don't like those. But I love The Bachelor and I love The Bachelorette. Oh my gosh. Did y'all hear okay. that? Um, she said The Bachelorette. Oh my gosh. And then she says, and then she says, oh my gosh. <laughs> the Bachelorette. Okay. So go I'm going to put a clip in here so you guys are going to hear it. But this season, um, so okay, so so the Bachelor, the problem with the Bachelor and the Bachelorette is that it's always centered white heterosexuality. That's been what the show is really about, and I would also say pretty privileged, right? Because these are people who like can leave their job anywhere from like one day to like nine weeks, right? Um, That's so most real. of these people are like have to be like fairly wealthy or have to have like a wealthy parent who's bankrolling them for like nine or 10 weeks, right? Um, but also the show is also featured women who I think are like extraordinarily young, um, who are maybe between age of like 22 and 27, who are on this show looking for love. Oh, that means I can't qualify um, anymore. <laughs> you qualify. Oh, okay. Uh, women of any age do go on, but like the bulk of the women are between 22 and 27, which oh. is a pretty young age to be like freaking out that you haven't found your spouse yet. Um, and most of the men, of course, are older, like maybe like 25 to 36. It's probably the average man who's on the show. Um, and so anyway, so the show has been like really, really fascinating to me, but also really deeply problematic to me because I'm like, why are you guys just featuring a show that's about pretty elite, mostly white people, heterosexual people trying to fall in love with each other and the idea especially on the on the bachelor version of it there's one bachelor and there's like between 25 and 30 women who are brought to a house and is almost like the esther story like where he just gets to kind of choose yeah. who stands out to him so it's like pretty like it's a deeply problematic like narrative um, and then that you win if the man chooses you. It's like, no, not necessarily, because that's not how compatibility works. Esther is very beauty pageant -esque. Right. It doesn't make me a loser because mm. this man doesn't choose me at the end to be his fiance. Interesting. Like, there's, that shouldn't be the way, because then the show turns into this competition instead of turning into a real conversation about what does it take to build a loving relationship with somebody else. So anyway, so the show is really, really fascinating to me. Um, but they've always had white 
male leads and white female leads. And then when there is a person of color on the show, I think like maybe there are some like mixed race people who have been chosen as the final person or like Ali, um, Fedotowski, her, the guy she became engaged to is Hispanic, but now she's married to a white man. So hey, Ali. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm, but yeah, so they finally have their first black lead um, in like 25 or 26 years of doing that show. Or 24 or 25 uh, seasons of doing that show. Sorry, not years. Seasons of doing that show. Um, and she's the Bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay. So I guess the season just wrapped. Um, and so I'm going to put in a little clip of my favorite moment with her on the show. Um, but it's just been a different show to watch it with a black female lead. Um, just in terms of the way that we as black women carry ourselves a little bit differently in dating. Um, but I've also been like picking up tips from Rachel. Um, not really so much fashion tips, although her clothing is great, but I think our styles are kind of similar. Um, but like definitely in terms of like how to be direct, Mm. um, like how to, uh, let somebody go, um, how (laughs) to, you know, all of those things. Um, I like kind of like what interracial dating can look like at its best and at its worst. Um, you know, so I've just really loved the way that she's like handled herself and Portia. Why the reason why I was naming people's ages is because she's the oldest bachelorette that they've ever had. Oh, she's 31 years old on the show, um, which is not old at all. Oh, they try. I'm right, but I'm most of the bachelorettes. Um, have been like the bachelorette before her, I think was 25 while the show was airing. Oh. Um, so most of the women are between like 24 and 27 when they become the bachelorette. Oh. And so it's much different to see this black woman. She's 31. Her job is not something, her job is quite different. Like a lot of the women, maybe they are like, they like own a business or they're a model or, you know, own a business, whatever that means. Uh, or they're a model or they're a real estate agent or, you know, something like that. It's like, no, she's like an attorney. Like when she's not on the show, she actually like goes back to being an attorney. She doesn't like become an Instagram model. Like, you know what I mean? Like she, this is like a real like um, she's like a real interrogation of womanhood, in my opinion. I'm still the show is like still just as crazy and like whatever but it's just really interesting to watch a woman who like really has like this full life and this full career and who has actually reached the age of 30 um to be cast in that leading role and so I just love the way that she's handled it and always even when the bachelor is problematic I'm always going to be watching every season don't worry about it ABC don't worry about what I'm saying right now about Rachel although I love Rachel so keep more of this in the casting and less of that however y'all already know I'm gonna be watching regardless so it's all good all right I'm done with my tv shows now (laughs) Demario's here which I am floored by yesterday I sent Demario home and as much as what he did hurt me, I think it took guts coming to the mansion tonight. And so I feel like out of respect, I should give Demario a chance to explain himself. All right, boys, give them some space. Rachel, thank you uh, for seeing me tonight. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that um, yesterday, I completely up. One of your mottos was keep it real, and I didn't keep it real with you, but uh, I want to let you know that I can't let you go. I did mess up with the Lexi situation by not being 100% truthful with you and with her when everything came out here. That was just being caught completely off guard. But 
What I'm saying is right now is that I want to be able to move forward from this. And I understand that your trust is something that I might not be able to have right now, but I want to be able to gain that trust back. And I feel like the number one way for me to be able to do that is by me coming here, speaking to you, and hopefully be on that panel tonight and see if I can earn a rose from you. All right, to experience joy, you need pain. Mm -hmm. And I realized these faults last night, being not being able to sleep. So I'm begging this from the bottom of my entire heart. Will you please give me another chance to come into this house? Because I feel like that you and I really can be something. My Uber ride up here, I explained to my driver that I was going for the woman of my dreams. And he said, you know what? Don't take no for an answer. And when I met you, okay, my entire okay. life changed. Okay. And I do give you that and 100%. I'm, and I'm not saying that what you're saying is not true. I just need you to understand that I need a man mm -hmm. who, when they're confronted with a difficult situation, Correct. they don't start lying about yeah. it. I need someone who owns their mistakes Correct. when they're presented to them. I and I agree. gave you time after time after time standing in that gym looking like a damn fool yeah. to give you yeah. an opportunity to explain yourself. Correct. And to be honest with you, yeah. if you had been like, you know what, Rachel, I up. Yeah. This is what the situation was mm -hmm. right before I got here, but this is why I did it. Correct. You honestly probably would be in the mansion right now, yeah. but that's not what you did. And what I saw in the gym mm -hmm. yesterday, that was a boy. Yeah. I'm looking for a man, and I feel like yeah. I have some amazing men in that house who are here for me. So yeah. I'm glad that you've realized that you should move forward, mm -hmm. but I need you to know that forward isn't that way to the mansion. Okay. Forward is outside of it. So I'm glad that this has been a life lesson. I'm glad that you gave me the quote about the joy and the pain. Mm -hmm. And I hope that the pain that you've gotten from this gives you joy somewhere else. Right. It's just not here right now. Thank you. Um, so Jamie, I've got, um, I've got feelings. So, you know, I like the show Underground a lot, mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot, which was canceled. You know, WGN did not renew it for a third season. And I feel some type of way about that because I understand that the network is moving in a different direction. However, I feel some type of way because I feel that Underground is such quality television. It's educational television. It is well-written, well-written. <laughs> I really stumbled over my word, but that's okay. Um, We're going to make rootant a word today um, because I just wanted to say it gracefully. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, it's well written. You know, John Legend is the executive producer. Raphael Sadiq does the music. And I understand that it's expensive as a period piece. Um, Journey Smollett, um is in it. And a ton of other great people are in it. I mean, just phenomenal cast. And you're just it's canceled and they're shopping the show around and no one's picking it up and it makes me feel some type of way mm. that a show with so much quality as underground gets canceled jamie mm -hmm. but yet shows like the mona scott shows that come on vh and one um which is no longer a music you know channel but is now you know love and hip-hop reality tv I feel some type of way, you know, that these shows can continuously be renewed. And guess what? I know a whole lot of our sisters out here love Mona Scott, love the Mona Scott shows. But you know that um, the Greek show, the sisterhood, whatever it was called, 
um, sorority sisters. That show was trash. I'm glad that got canceled because you know they you're not gonna be out here representing my sorority in a bad light. Absolutely not. Um, but anyway, so you got all these shows loving hip hop and stuff out here, but yeah, shows like Underground, which is quality television, gets canceled. And so I feel some type of way about that. Um, not saying that we have to dismiss the Mona Scott shows of our time. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that. I just wonder what do we privilege mm -hmm. um, and when it comes to television and what kind of stories are we willing and not willing to tell. Mm -hmm. Like we can watch black women scrapping at each other, but we can't watch something as important as the Underground Railroad or understanding a backstory, a period piece of the Underground Railroad and what this means for our people in this day and age. Now, I'm all for, you know, entertainment because I love me some Atlanta Housewives. That's my one ratchet show. Um, the only ratchet show that I really watch like that, right? Um, but I do feel some type of way when we privilege our ratchetity TV um, over shows that are, you know, drama period pieces that are well crafted and well thought out. And so I do feel some type of way about that. Um, the Carmichael show, another show that's getting canceled, not necessarily a drama piece, but it's a, great show. it's a good show. You know what I mean? Gerard Carmichael is like so smart. Um, Lil Rel was in um, Get Out. Excellent. Tiffany Haddish is hilarious. And it's then Al David Allen Greer. Yeah, it's a great cast and a great show. Yeah, like you have excellence being canceled. And so it really disturbs me about how the system works internally. Now, what I would appreciate, though, is if all TV networks, listen up. If you are going to cancel a show, give them one more season to wrap the show up so that we're not left on a cliffhanger. I can't stand when people cancel shows and there's no resolution. Like, cancel, if you're going to cancel, cancel well. Just, just do me that one favor. Give it one more season, like Scandal's about to be over, one last season, wrap up the loose ends, and then cancel the show. That's all. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just2Pearls. And you can email us at adventures at just2pearls.com. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.